0: Aloha, people of God. It's your brother, Brother Mike Dillard. Welcome to the Fully Submitted Podcast with Brother Mike, your host, Brother Mike Dillard, coming at you live and direct from Honolulu, Hawaii. So today's episode, I'm learning. I'm learning to come on quickly with the title. Yeah. Today's episode title is Money is an Illusion. Money is an Illusion. Now, y'all are saying, man, what is this guy talking about? You know, he usually takes a while before he, you know, gets into some stuff that we'd be like, what is he talking about? This guy came right in today talking this stuff. Let me tell y'all something. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Listen, there's riches and there's poverty. And I got to back up. So I recently had a, a talk with a good friend in Bangladesh. I'm, I'm helping her um to get up and running and you know i i do philanthropy stuff right where i help um people's businesses and other stuff right if they're having hard times you know i'll help them as the lord leads me so i ain't helping everybody he didn't lead me to help everybody but some people he leads me to and i help them you know i help them with you know paying their bills or getting a job or you know starting a company whatever whatever he leads me to yes that's what i do so anyway we're talking and she's like oh mike you know like ah." Uh, you know, I need a job. I need money. I need a job. I need money. I'm like, no, that's not what you need. She's like, what are you talking about? (laughs) What are you you talking about, right? I need money. I'm like, no, that's not what you need. Listen, (laughs) she said again, Mike, no, I need money, right? I haven't had a job in like X amount of months. I'm like, no, sis, you don't understand. It's the way you're looking at it, right? It's not that you need money. It's not that you need a job. What you need is help from the Lord. What you need is a new perspective. What you need is an idea from God. That's what you need. You basically, let me back up. So it's like we've been trained in this world, in this reality, in what some call the third dimension. We've been trained to rely upon money. You feel me, right? oh money this if you got money then you got money if you don't got money then man you ain't got nothing in this, in america we used to have this phrase it was like no money no honey right oh well you ain't got no money you ain't got no honey no lady gonna be with you because you poe you poe you ain't even poor you poe right so but it's an illusion right you say what do you mean it's an illusion I really do need money to pay my bills. Now, that's a fact. It is a fact that money is used to pay your bills. This is true. When it's not true, it's a fact. Now, this is revolving around what you guys have heard me talk about before, which is the fact versus the truth. See, the world focuses on the facts. The Lord focuses on the truth, right? The devil wants you to be focused on the facts. He does not want you to focus on the truth. Okay. There is a difference. You got to train your mind. You got to calibrate your mind to understand that the facts are not the truth. Sometimes the facts are the truth. Sometimes they are many, many, many times they are not the truth. Okay. And usually when it comes to your situation being dire and jacked up and whatnot, usually the facts are not the truth. They don't line up with what God has said. They're not the truth. You shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. The truth overrides. The truth trumps. The truth takes precedence over the fact. Right. I'm pretty sure I share with you about my youngest daughter, Kyra, and how you know, her mom, her, her, her biological mom took drugs all nine months. That doctor told me the facts. That doctor told me that my child was going to be brain dead or retarded or stillborn. I told her the truth. I said, no, no, no. <laughs> right. God healed my baby. My baby is fine. My baby is fine. And sure enough, medical facts do say if an embryo is submitted to narcotics and alcohol and high levels of stress for all nine months, there is an extremely high probability that that child will be born brain dead, uh, retarded or stillborn. Those are facts. The truth is that God told me, right, lay your hands on your on your wife's stomach and pray for your child and I will heal your child. See, that is the truth. OK, so the facts are the Yeah, you need money to pay your bills, but that's not the truth. The truth is, feel me, the truth is that wealth and poverty are spiritual issues. They are spiritual issues. okay? They're spiritual issues. Right. Now, if you're I've said this before, listen, (laughs) there's only one or two ways to to accumulate great wealth on this planet. There is only one of two ways, right? Either you serve the Lord, you followed his principles, and he gave it to you. Or you bowed down and you sold out to Satan and he gave it to you. That is it. There is no other way. There's no other way. So if you're thinking, oh, I'm just going to manifest this and manifest that and You know, it ain't got nothing to do with Jesus. I'm just going to call out to the universe. Let me tell you something, right? That is not coming from Jesus. (laughs) And if it's not coming from Jesus, then it's coming from Satan. We just have to be clear on this. And I hadn't planned on going in this. I'm a little heated right now. I hadn't planned on going in this area. But there's so many Christians that don't understand what they're doing when they're trying to manifest. Now, as with many other things, Satan has taken a principle, a godly principle, He's not teaching it all the way. He's only giving his people a, a, a portion of the matter, and they see that it works to a certain extent, and they're good with it because they feel like they're empowered, like they have power to, to do certain things. And it's like, but they're not really understanding what it is. And then you have Christians that, well, they're saying they're Christians, and and, and they are. They are actually Christians. They have a relationship with the Lord, but they're ignorant and they don't understand what they are doing. So, what they're doing is they're copying what the world is doing. That should tell you right off the bat, man, you're wrong already. Right? If you're looking at what well, everybody else is doing it, everybody else in this business space is manifesting. It's it's accepted. We're gonna manifest too. It is not accepted. You are not, you are in the world, but you are not of this world. So it doesn't make a difference what everybody else is doing. They're not God's kids. They're not God's people. They don't follow God's rules and God's laws and God's principles. They're not God's people. But you look at them and you see, well, they're prospering. They got money, you know, and there's something to it. So we're going to do it, too. So even in that, let's stop right there. Let's pause right there. Right. They're doing that because there's something in the spirit. There is something they don't have money. Right. They don't have these things. They're doing something or they're crying out or they're beckoning to something in the spirit realm for this wealth. Right. So that lets you know right then and there. Right. Money. It's not money. It's wealth. It's wealth or it's poverty. Right. Wealth or poverty. Okay, They're two extremes. They're spiritual issues. If you're walking up rightly with the Lord, you're seeking him and all those, right? There's promises that God says. There's wealth in there. It's in there, right? God owns all the cattle on a thousand hills. He helped me to understand this one day, right? I have money in my account. That's a fact. That's my bank account. That's a fact. Whose money is it? Well, that's my money. Er, You're wrong, (laughs) that is God's money. It's not my money. It's God's money. Hey, how about you listening out there, right? My people in India, you listening, listen up India. Hey, how y'all doing? You have a bank account. That's a fact. There is money in that bank account. That is a fact, but it is not your money. It is God's money. Okay. It's all God's money. Whether you're in Africa, whether you're in India, whether you're in Argentina, whether you're in America or in Canada or Japan or wherever y'all are listening right now, all of that money, the Bible says that the earth and the fullness thereof belong to God. They're gods. It's all gods. You understand what I'm saying? So we have an illusion because we're allowed to have stewardship over this money, right? Over this money. We have an illusion, right? That it's ours, but it's not ours. We're just stewards. The Bible says the wealth of the wicked is stored up for the righteous. How can that be? Because the Lord owns it all. Okay? He owns it all. He allowed those wicked people to do what they do and be wicked and accumulate money and all this stuff. And guess what? At the right time, the Lord's gonna be like, um, that's my money, and I'm making a withdrawal. I mean, uh, you got how much money there? Five million dollars. Mm, I'm going to take that five hundred thousand. Thank you. I'm going I'm to give it to my children over here. Thank you very much. Here you go, kids. Right. It's all God's money. But if you are locked on to I need money, I need money. Now, although I'm making light of it, y'all all know my story. You know, I was homeless. OK, you know, I struggled for many, many years. Right. I had real hard times. Hey, the struggle is real. okay it's real but one thing i eventually came to understand is that the wealth it's about wealth it's not about money it's about wealth and wealth is spiritual okay if you if you are poor in spirit then okay well You're not going to. You're probably not going to have. And and, and this is a touchy situation because people are like, but there's wicked people out there and they've got millions of dollars. Yeah, they do. Right. Why? They went to their father, Satan, and he gave them money and it's going to cost them everything. Right. You cannot compare yourself. Stop comparing yourself to the world. If you call yourself a Christian, if you say I am a Christian, okay, then that means what? Then you follow God's laws. You follow God's rules. So it doesn't make a difference. What the rest of the world is doing, it doesn't make a difference. You don't do that. Right. Wealth comes from the Lord. God's wealth, true wealth, right? Which which doesn't add sorrow to it, the Bible says, right? It doesn't add sorrow. See, Satan's wealth it adds sorrow to your soul. It adds sorrow to your life. There is a price to pay. Everyone is looking at how much money you have. But hey, man, if you're listening and you're making money right now, and you didn't get it from God. You just happen to be tuning in. I just want to encourage you, please repent before the Lord. Please repent. Right? Because there is a price that is attached to that money. There is a price that is attached to that that type of wealth, that type of, of fame and notoriety. And you can't pay that price. Well, you can, but you're not going to like what you got to pay. And the Bible, again, tells us the truth, right? The wages of sin, in other words, what it costs, the price. The wages of sin is death. It's death. So a lot of people don't realize there's two deaths. There's the first death, which is the physical death. But then the Bible talks about a second death. Now, I'm talking to mature Christians here. That's the focus of this this podcast, mature Christians. So we should all, as mature Christians, understand this concept and principle, right? There is a first death where the body dies. The, The Bible says, it is appointed unto every man to die but once, right? The Bible also says, but after that comes, you know, the second death. There's the second death, right? There is the second death, And that is the lake of fire. We don't want to go there, okay? We don't want to go there. So I want you to focus on true wealth, like Proverbs talks about. True wealth, true wealth comes from the Lord. And it is a spiritual thing. So just tying it all back together, right? Don't be a slave to money. Don't be a slave to the concept or the mindset that says you need money see when you do that you're enslaved okay you're enslaved in your thinking because now it is a finite thing well you can only work so many hours you can only start so many companies you can you understand what i'm saying it's limited but with god all things are possible it's there's no limit on what on what the lord can do there is no limit because he owns it all so when you shift your mindset and again i am not saying in any shape form or fashion that you should not pay your bills please i just gotta say that because yeah people will take stuff and they'll twist it way out of proportion to line up with what their flesh wants to do right you don't want to pay bills well brother mike said i don't gotta pay bills i never said that <laughs> i never said that right the fact is you do need money to pay bills. That's a fact. Money is used to pay bills. But what you really need is a renewed mind about wealth, about prosperity. That's what you need. You need help from God. You need wisdom. You read in the Bible in Proverbs and it talks about all these benefits that come with wisdom. You know, there is prosperity and there is enduring riches in there. It's spiritual And it flat out tells you right in there. Right. If you love wisdom, these are the things that you're going to get long life. Right. And prosperity and enduring riches and all of these things by me, kings and rulers rule. It's a spirit. And what spirit is that? It's the Holy Spirit. (laughs) It's the Holy Spirit. So as God's people. Even if it looks like you're losing right now, even if you feel like you're losing right now, you feel like you are a loser. Man, everywhere you turn, you just keep losing and keep losing and keep losing every single where you go. And it seems like Satan is just kicking your butt all over the place. I'm here to tell you. If you repent, if you're an active sin, then you need to repent, first of all. OK, get in alignment with the Holy Spirit. He'll help you out. If you're not in active sin and you're still getting your butt whooped all over the place, then you need to understand like, hey, uh, the tables have shifted. Right. The tables have shifted in the spirit and it it might look like the same thing. It might feel like the same thing. It's not the same thing. Right. You have to understand that you have vast riches. Every child of God has vast riches stored up for them. In their father's kingdom, in the realm of the spirit, you have riches. It just hasn't manifested here. And that manifest, that's actually a godly word that the devil took and now his people are using it. So I'm going to go ahead and use that as it was meant to be used. It hasn't manifested yet on this plane of existence, but in the spirit, it is there. Okay, so you have to change your thinking. Right. Who has everything? God has everything. God always has everything. If you have $100,000 in the bank, guess what? It's really not your money. God has the money. If you have $100 in your bank, guess what? It's, that's not your money. God has the money. So when I tell you that, man, money, it's an illusion. This is what I mean, right? The illusion is that it's yours to begin with. That's the illusion. It's, it's almost like a joke. I was in my car laughing one day about it when I when I when I understood that and I just busted out laughing. I couldn't help that. Wow. So you mean it really doesn't matter if I have a little bit of money in my account or not? Why? Because it's not mine anyway. He said, right. (laughs) What did the Lord say? Right. He shall supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. He said it. We quote it. We sing and dance about it. But do we really know what it means? Are we really trusting in that or no? Are we just trusting in the work of our hands? Are we trusting in how much money we have in a bank? Right. I can tell you this. Why? Because I went without <laughs> I went without having money. And then when I didn't have money, then the Lord called me to do other things and help other people. And I'm like, mm, Lord, you know, I don't really have no money, right? Give it anyway. Okay. Why? Because it's all his. <laughs> it's all his. It's like me going to the account. I go to the bank machine. Or oh, no, 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 I go into the bank to talk to the tellers. There's $500,000 in that account. Uh, yes. Hi, uh. I'd like to withdraw some money from my account, please. How much would you like? I'd like to take out mm, just $75,000, please. Um, No, we're not going to give you that money. What? Yeah, we're not giving you that money. Uh, uh, where's the manager? <laughs> this person is crazy. You're talking foolish, right? This is my account and my money. What you mean you're not going to give me my money? right? See, it's like that with God. I mean, he doesn't have that whole discourse about it, but... It's all God's money. And when he says I'm taking from this account and from that account and from this account, who can stop the Lord? Why? Because it's all his. He ain't stealing it. It's all his. But again, it's an illusion. And I'm sharing this with you because I understand right now people are hurting all over the world. And a lot of it is financial. Right. And you have to understand this is part of Satan's plan all along anyway. If you're if you're, you know, you're in despair and you're crying out and you're you're allowing yourself to get in your flesh. You're not looking at God rightly. You're looking at God like he stole something from you, like he did something evil to you when that is not the case at all. Right. God is always for you. And I need to be specific just in case there are some non-Christians on here, even though this is for mature Christians. When I say God, I am talking about Jesus Christ of Nazareth. That is God. Right. Not 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 the Mormon's version of Jesus. You if you can always email me, we can discuss later offline why it's different. Right. It's not Allah. Some people say, oh, God is all the same. No, it's not. It is not. Jesus is God. That is it. I'm not here to debate with anybody. It is what it is. Right. Um, yeah. But anyway, so this is a part of Satan's plan <clears throat> to get you all focused on what you don't have. But if you went to the Bible, it tells you the truth. So the fact of the matter is, hey, ma'am, your bank account says negative $300 and you owe us that money now. You have no money. You owe us that money right now. And what happens most people is, oh, they freak out. Oh, I'm in negative. I don't have any money. Oh, please, please. It's like, But the Bible says, see, that is a fact. You're focused on the facts. You're focused on what you can see. You're focused on the work of your hands and and what the work of your hands has brought you into, quote unquote, your bank account with your money. But if you focused on the truth, the Bible says that in Christ Jesus, we have been given every single. Spiritual blessing in the heavenly realm every single one wealth is a spiritual blessing it is a spiritual blessing you already have but the devil has you so twisted up and your belief systems that you allowed yourself to believe in okay we just can't blame the devil you allowed yourself to believe this stuff right you allowed yourself to not trust in the lord to not trust in the word of god because he flat out told you Right. One, you walk by faith and not by sight Two, he told you he gave you every single spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms. But if you're not going to trust what the Lord says, because you look with your eyes and it seems like uh, it looks like the Bible is lying. It looks like God is lying and his Bible is broken. I'm going to go lean on my feelings now and I'm going to start ranting at God. Not a good idea, not a winning solution. OK, so. Again, don't fall into the devil's trap. you're you're hurting right now. I understand that. Maybe you've lost your job, Maybe you've depleted all your savings in the account. I'm not saying I'm not I'm not saying that it's not hard. I'm not saying that you're not really experiencing these things, but what I want to encourage you in is that what you believe about your money is incorrect, all right? It is incorrect. Imagine this, we all know that there are very wealthy people around the world and they've got these credit cards like, I've got a black premium credit card, right? You know, like there's no spending limit on this card. I could go and buy a million dollar building with with this credit card, right? There, it's almost like it's, it's almost like there's no limit on the amount of money on this card. Now, everything in this world is finite because this is a finite realm. It was created and it's going to be destroyed. The realm of the spirit is much more real than this realm. This realm will be destroyed. That's all there is to it. So everything is finite. You understand? It's limited. So even the wealthiest person in the world, technically, that person has a limit. Well, so-and-so is only worth... You know, three hundred billion (laughs) dollars. And that's it. You're like, that's it. That's three hundred billion dollars. It's limited. But see, in Christ. We have an unlimited supply with Christ. You have to take you have to train yourself to listen to the Holy Spirit. You have to train yourself to trust what the Bible says. You have to change your mind. Okay, you have to change your mind. And once you change your mind and you focus, it's like, okay, it's this it's fact versus the truth. The Lord has all the wealth. So there's no money in your bank account right now. But guess what? You are connected to the one that has everything. He has everything. And when you shift your perspective and you look at it rightly, then, right, then you see things clearly now I'm gonna say this and then uh and then I'm gonna close out, okay we have an example of this there was a famine, I believe it was in Israel, right and you had oh God please help me it was it was elisha I believe it was elisha sometimes I get it mixed up, but oh no it was it was clearly Elijah that's right because Elijah and Ahab had that, you know so Yes, it was Elijah. Elijah came and said, it's not going to rain into this place until I say it's going to rain again. And then he took off, right? He was out and it didn't rain for years. So literally like in Israel, you know, Elijah was like public enemy number one because everyone knew they knew what he said. It's not going to rain until I say it's going to rain again. And it didn't. It stopped raining for years. So everyone's like, man, where is Elijah? Find Elijah. Find Elijah. So King Ahab started calling him the biggest troublemaker in Israel. Yeah, That's what that's what he called him in the Bible. The, oh, there he goes. The biggest troublemaker in Israel. Right. But really, Ahab was a troublemaker because of all his witchcraft and rebellion and cowardice and everything and lot, everything else he was doing. He was the problem. But anyway, during that time, Uh, you know the Lord had sent Elijah down to a brook the Bible talks about I think it was called by Kerith, or anyway he went down to this brook and the Bible says that the Lord commanded a raven to bring him meat right so he'd bring him meat Elijah had food (laughs) okay but then the brook dried up and so he went on and what happened was he met this woman he met this woman and he basically asked her like if he would make a if she would make a cake for him. And she told him, Now listen to this. It was it was it was parts. There was no water. It's like a famine. Right? Everyone's food is running out. But he asked this woman something which was profound. And her her action and her response is even also profound. Maybe even more profound, right? He said, Make me a little cake. Right? She said, All I have is a little bit of like wheat or whatever. So I'm going to make me a cake for me and my son. and We're going to eat it and then we're going to die. In other words, we don't have any more food. This is all that we have. We don't have any more food, right? But he said, even still, make me a little cake first, right? Then make one for yourself. And 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 she did it. Why? Because she understood God's laws. She understood that God had all the wealth. He could do anything he wanted to do. You understand what I'm saying? That's why she did that. She was obedient and she made the food for the prophet first. And then they had their little bit. And then the Bible goes on to tell us like what Elijah did and the miracles that was performed so that she had wealth. Right. She got wealth. It was, a, it was, a, it was from a supernatural means. So the, the whole point in that story, and you can read that story yourself, but the whole point I'm trying to illustrate is that wealth comes from the Lord. Let me back up again. Now I'm doing a recap because we're at 28 minutes and 48 seconds. So the recap is this. There's two types of wealth. There's worldly wealth and then there's true wealth. Worldly wealth comes from Satan. Right. True wealth comes from the Lord. Wealth is a spiritual thing, as is poverty. They're both spiritual things. Right. The only way that you're going to have loads of money in this life Either you got it from Satan or you got it from Jesus. If you got it from Satan, um, the price is death. Okay. If you got it from the Lord, the Bible says it adds no sorrow to it. Right? There's no sorrow added to that. You enjoy the wealth that he gave you, there's no sorrow added to it. All the money that is in the bank account, the fact is you have a bank account. The fact is there is money in that bank account. The truth is That money is not your money, it's God's money. The truth is, all money in the world belongs to God. Whether a godly person has it in their accounts or whether a wicked person has it in their accounts, all the money is God's. The earth and the fullness thereof belong to the Lord, right? Stop focusing on what you have in your wallet or in your bank account. Because the scripture says I shall supply all of your needs according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus, his riches and glory, not yours. So you understand when your bank account, when when the money in your bank account runs out. Well, that's not he said. He said he was supplied according to his riches. Stop looking at your. This is not like a new concept. I've heard people preach on this before. It's not a new concept, but it still needs to be said. Especially right about now when everyone is so many people have lost their jobs due to coronavirus and the money is running out and people are afraid and they're just so afraid. But you don't have to be afraid. OK, because you have Jesus. And if you have Jesus, then you have everything. That is the mindset. You have everything. The devil wants you to be fooled and think you have nothing. You have nothing. Nothing. You don't have no money in your account. You don't have a job. You don't have nothing. And you repeat that. I have nothing. Yeah, I don't have anything. I don't got nothing. It's like, no, no, no. You must quote what the what the Bible says. Don't quote what the world says. Don't quote what your mind tells you. You quote what the word of God says and you stand on it. And watch what God does. It may not change overnight, but you will begin to see once you stop panicking, you'll be able to clearly see, oh, you know what? Oh, God came through. Oh, he came through again. He came through again. And, again and again and again and again and again. And all of that time, I really didn't have any money in my account. But God kept coming through. So he's letting you know, like, obviously, the solution is God. The solution is not your money because it ain't even your money. OK, we're now at 32 minutes, so I'm going to end it there. And uh, I really, really hope that this message encouraged you. Again, I always say, if you if you do this stuff, if you use it, I know it's going to help. I know it's going to encourage you because I'm not telling you something that somebody told me. You feel me? I'm not telling you something that I read in a book. Okay, this was my life. I lived it. Sometimes still living it. Okay, (laughs) but God is faithful. Every single time, he always comes through. All right? And with that, remember, submit yourself unto the Lord, then resist the devil, and he will flee from you. Okay? Until next time, I love you with the love of the Lord. Aloha.